Hello, lovely listeners. It's your host, Jada, and welcome back to Within Your Reach podcast. This podcast was created to empower, encourage, and elevate the minds of believers to reach within themselves and become purpose-driven individuals. On this podcast, we will discuss topics of faith, mental health and wellness, and seasons of becoming. Make sure you are tuned in every Saturday so that you are not missing an episode. All right, everyone, welcome back to Within Your Reach podcast. Today, I'm excited because we have a guest. Um, I'm just going to let her introduce herself. So, Christian, you can go ahead. Hi, I'm Christian. Um, I don't really know what much to say about myself, but I met Jada through Kent State University, which is where we went to college. So thanks for having me on today. Yes, of course. So, yeah, I just wanted to bring you on because... I don't know, I've just seen your growth over the past few years since you've graduated and you've always inspired me in many ways and you have your hand in a lot of different things. So I know through this conversation, like a lot of young creatives who are also transitioning or just growing into themselves could possibly be able to relate to the things that we touch on today. So I'll just get into the first question that I have, which will probably help you kind of describe more, more about who you are. Um, so since post-grad, what are some things that you've gotten into? since post-grad so like are we talking about career-wise or are we just in general just in general it could be career creative wise but just whatever okay so generally i you are right i do tend to have my hand in a lot of things um i i want to go back before like post-college junior year i did not like the major that i had chosen freshman year um but with me being so close to like graduation being in that middle point i didn't want to double back and you know add more time and invest more money into my um college career so i just decided to add a minor which was photo illustration and that really helped me to understand that visual communication is what i desire in my life um, and so from there, I also forgot to say my major, fashion merchandising is what my major was in college. Okay. Um, so with that being said, I kind of told myself or, or kind of started being more interested into the visual aspects of the fashion industry. So there's mm-hmm. a, a path in the industry called um, visual merchandising. So I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you're familiar with that, but right after college, I ended up landing a job um, at Zara being a visual merchant for them in in house like in store so Mm -hmm. that was an opportunity um wasn't wasn't the best for my mental health um Mm -hmm. but I actually really did enjoy the job a lot I I loved the team it was a fun team um overall um but the pace and you know different aspects of that lifestyle just aren't aligned with like what I desire and honestly just how I function as a person. Um, Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I I was only there for a short while. I lasted there a year Um, and I, this was in Cleveland. So I stayed in Ohio for that additional year. Um, While that was going on, I was on the mental health side, uh, very low to the ground girl. I was <laughs> some holy water on that on that yeah. situation. So I started these twenty somethings because honestly, I just needed an outlet to um, express myself. And outside of that, I wanted to help others. That's like always a goal of mine. Um, mm-hmm. 
and I couldn't find any spaces for like black people, black women, um, people of color, generally talking and like in my age range, which I was 21 at the time, I couldn't find anyone talking about like the mental health, the emotional like distress, the Mm -hmm. trauma that I (laughs) coming into awareness of because, um, you know, I had came into awareness of like trauma, mental health issues that I was having and experiencing around like freshman year, like when I was 18. But I think because of the nature of college, um, you're surrounded in this like utopia community. It was very easy to like distract myself positively and negatively, but I feel like mostly positively, honestly. Um, I Mm -hmm. just had a lot of community. So uh, when college was, or sorry, when college was ending, um, I, it was, everything was like just hitting the fan. So simultaneously working at Zara as a visual merchant, and that was like full time and everything, um, I was trying to build these 20 something so I started off with a podcast like yourself and Mm -hmm. just started trying to figure out what conversations I wanted to have and that whole thing so from there um after that year I I took a leap of faith and decided to move back to Chicago which is where I reside currently and I was just terrified I, I decided to move in back with my mom um Mm -hmm. and decided to just figure out what I desired to do career-wise and and career is very important to me because that ensues like what kind of lifestyle that you'll have so um that's what I chose to focus on um so moved back here 2019 I believe yeah 2019 July um and I decided to start learning Pilates to become an instructor because I was mm-hmm. like in the wellness space and when I was transitioning I knew that I wanted to have a crossover in my career with wellness and um and uh being in the creative wellness space spe- specifically so did my Pilates teacher certification um continued to do these 20 somethings off and on um really struggled there still struggle there and mm-hmm. Um, at some point, COVID happened, and um, I got furloughed from working at the gym. I worked there simultaneously while um, getting my teacher certification so I can, you know, have a little discount or whatever. And uh, I was also coaching gymnastics at the time to kind of make ends meet while I figure it out. Um, and yeah, I got furloughed from both and really just dove into these 20 somethings like full force and saw a lot of fruit there, which was nice. Um, my hard work was paying off and I was helping others, but eventually I was kind of self sacrificing and it made me like extremely anxious. And I think also to put it into context, COVID was just happening and what a strange thing COVID is like. A global yeah. pandemic is very bizarre. Um, so holding so much space for others, especially people of color, color, women of color, and specifically black women, mm-hmm. while also trying to hold space for myself was a struggle. And I did not know how to balance that. Still am learning, honestly. Yeah. Um, so I took a, a large break from these 20-somethings, um, 
try to understand like how I can just simply earn because I was having a really hard time getting into the desired field that I wanted um, with COVID happening and just the lack of people employing, but then that kind of shifted. Um, and so that brings us to today's time. And now I am in social media marketing um, and I am a freelancer, but I also am still kind of in this transition of sorts where I'm still a gymnastics coach again. Um, mm -hmm. And I am, yeah, just transitioning, using that to help me kind of make ends meet yet again while figuring out where in the industry I desire to be and really like what my purpose is within this space, both mm -hmm. um, as a freelancer, both in the wellness space, both as a creative. So um, mm -hmm. just, just a lot of moving parts that I'm trying to also not be so rigid on and so definite and finite on, like trying to learn how to flow with just how life is going and just trying to learn how to pray more too to understand like you know getting more mm -hmm. into like discernment like okay is this the past or is this wasting time you know right. so because I feel like I've wasted tons of time but at the same time I think it is about perspective and perspective wise mm -hmm. I've just I've just been figuring out and my mom told me yesterday like a lot of things that I've done have taught me what I don't want and yes. that's like ultimately a blessing as well if you choose to look at it that way because it will show you what to steer clear from and that will that's freedom in a way too yeah. so um yeah that's where I'm at today and I'm still <laughs> in the throes of trying <laughs> to learn how to mentally and emotionally um cope and be okay with still achieving and still striving for like what I desire um yeah so yeah that's me thank you <laughs> I appreciate you um, being so transparent I really like your story because I feel like it's a lot of reality within it um mm -hmm. I feel like so often people skip the parts where they didn't have it all figured out or where there was that season of not knowing what their next step was um so I really appreciate you sharing that with us um you did mention these 20 somethings and I do remember that that I feel like that was the main thing that kind of brought us close like I, I remember you had the slack channel was it um what was it all, was it the slack channel that you had for um, oh these yeah oh yes my God. Wait, were you in that? <laughs> yes for for a little bit of time I was I was yeah I like closed it down because I was like girl this is giving me straight <laughs> no. no seriously <laughs> but no I remember that so vividly and I also think it's funny that um, you mentioned how your mom was talking about that yesterday like a lot of the things that you've done up to this point kind of showed you what you don't want. And I felt yeah. like I just came out of a period where I was in that space. Um, I had this internship with this PR company and although it was cool, it was nice, it was fun. I was just like, yeah, this is not for me. Yeah. And so now, now I'm at a space where I'm just like, okay, pivoting into what it is I wanna do, what kind of lifestyle I want. Cause I feel like so often when we're navigating like post-grad and just what it is that we wanna get into, we kind of miss like evaluating what lifestyle you want because that plays a big part in like what career you want to get into and so yeah. on and so, so forth. So um, yeah, I like how you brought that perspective in, um, definitely. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to ask like on the creative side, like where do you often pull your inspiration from? 
Yeah, that's so funny that you asked that because I I often wonder that about others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I'll be honest, I, I'm an external processor, so this might be all over the place because I truly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where exactly. do I pull inspiration from? Like, I don't mm-hmm. freaking know. But I, I guess going back to fashion, let's start there. Okay. Um, and I hate the word fashion. I, mm-hmm. I like the word personal style, but because mm, yeah. fashion suit, just, I don't know. I just don't like the word, but going into personal style, I, I have a friend here and she's a stylist. And for so long with me, just like figuring it out and being in the, mm-hmm. in the throes of just like literally overworking myself for years and before COVID and um, being in gymnastics coaching and mm-hmm. and being a Pilates instructor, I was just always in leggings, right? I was just always mm-hmm. in like a workout girl outfit. And I'm just like, first of all, this is not me. Like mm-hmm. in terms of on the day-to-day outside of work, this is just what I'm wearing. This is how I am showing up. And it's fine if that is you. There's no hate there. But I knew mm-hmm. that it wasn't me. And I knew that I wasn't really allowing myself to have like this playfulness that is really important for me and is like a huge part of my personality Mm -hmm. and a big part of that playfulness is not only in me showcasing my personality or having fun and being connected with others but it's also just like showing and look showing up in the way that I desire to show up externally which for me mainly is personal style so Mm -hmm. Recently, this year, I decided, okay, you know what? I need to be in my bag, like, when it comes <laughs> to my personal style because I am tired of, of looking yes. raggedy, honey. <laughs> I am tired of not putting in the effort for me, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to get my confidence back up because I'm trying to look like a schniggity snack. So yes. I, I was like, hey, like, we, didn't, we weren't friends at the time, but we had a mutual who actually went to Kent as well um Mm -hmm. the fashion program which is ironic but I I met up with her and I was like hey like I really just I want to understand my style I see all these girls who just look so fly and like it's not cookie cutter fly like Mm -hmm. it's not just like monochromatic or like um that boho trend that was going around it's not trendy it's personal it's them Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I really, like, want that. And so with her, I didn't know how that process would go, but I'm so glad that it went the way that it did because it kind of opened me up to understanding more about inspiration and, like, more about how to put pieces together, not, like, clothing, um, Mm -hmm. but, hmm, what's the word for it? Maybe let me backtrack on that and, and go a different route and just share, like, what she did. So I met up with her. Um, and she was asking me different questions. Like, um, I don't, don't even remember the questions, but I'm going to make up a random one. Like okay. she would maybe say a basic one, like, okay, who's your style and spell, right? And that's how it mm-hmm. started. And that seems like normal for a stylist. And I'm like, oh, like I really love, and I would pull up like random Instagram girls who I like mm-hmm. saved. And one of them is when she does dress, um, outside of like workout clothes, I think her name's like, Ashley something from Instagram she like mm. she does a she's a photographer do you follow her I don't think I do I have okay. to see her page I'll have to <laughs> let me pull her up because it's gonna bother me because I, I feel like you know her she's like super popular online yeah. let me pull it up real quick let's see 
her name sounds familiar she's a twin oh oh um you know her is right? her twin arnell yes okay yes, Alyssa, yes, yes, yes. Alyssa Ashley. Yep. that's her name yeah okay so i like said okay like i really love her style when she's dressing outside of workout clothes and yes. so i just like gave a couple lists of people right but she was one of them mm-hmm. and she's like okay like well when you like look at her outfits like what do you feel and then we're getting into emotions Mm. And I'm like, huh? Like, what does that have to do with style? <laughs> and so then, uh, but I was so excited, right? I was so willing. I'm just like, okay, well, these are the emotions I feel. And she's like, okay, like, what kind, what inspires you in your in your world? And I'm like, I really feel most connected to God and like nature. So I love going on walks. I love hiking. Mm. I love like outside things. Um, I'm also like an athlete, a former athlete. So mm-hmm. I really feel connected when I'm like doing Pilates and like um just movement you know biking like just those activities I love helping people and I'm a people person but I'm more Mm -hmm. so a connector not just like I just like being around people to fill up my my tank like no I want to connect so I'm like listing all these things and with all these things she helped me to figure out like what my personal style was so when it comes to inspiration i think i i see things as just like the world is my inspiration if that makes sense like depending on the topic depending on the category different things might inspire me so say if i am in a rut um when it comes to just like my personal life, which I am currently in, um, mm-hmm. I will try to do things to like pull myself out of it when I like finally get that courage, like go on a walk, right? Mm-hmm. And just like breathe in fresh air. And I'm like, dang, like the world is like really a thing. Like, how is that? That's so crazy that we live in the world. Like, it's <laughs> oh, so seriously. crazy that there's like trees and there's like birds and like there's mm-hmm. a sun, like, and, it, and I feel it on my skin, like, like the simple things, you know? Yeah. And I think once I do things like that, things that fill up my cup or, uh, like, look at people's outfits and, like, get so hype over how fly they look or, like, make a, a, a folder on Instagram for personal style that's specific to only outfits that fit, like, when I feel that inner feeling that's like, oh, yeah, like, that screams me. Mm-hmm. And then, like, looking through it and being like, oh, yeah. And then, like, going to my closet and every single day when I'm, like, have the time and space to uh, dress in the way I want to, it, unless I'm going somewhere where I can't, um, putting outfit together that fits those things that we talked about with Mel right. or that I talked about with Mel or fits, like, um, just me after re- getting re-energized by going on a walk. It's like those little things that make me feel like inspired. So I don't even mm-hmm. know if that thread of consciousness made sense, but I hope, <laughs> no. I hope you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. And I hope I actually answered the question. So yeah, no, you definitely. That. Yeah, that definitely made sense to me. I feel like we think this kind of the same. So I'm, I'm here with you. I'm here. Um, you mentioned like <laughs> you mentioned being outside and in nature I feel like that's one thing that I draw a lot of my personal inspiration from to be honest like even going down to like my color palette with my podcast it's like earthy it's browns it's oranges it's tans and then when I look at my closet it's browns browns orange tans neutrals my bedroom same thing so I definitely feel you on that and I really like how that style is kind of had like a more holistic approach to how she was gonna style you. I think that's really mm-hmm. cool. So I may have to give it her. 
Um, no, yeah, but you, for sure. She's great. And you said she went to Kent? No, my friend went to Kent, but I met, her name's Mel, the stylist. I met Mel through oh, her friend. So, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. You kind of answered this, um, like navigating those funky moments. Um, so would you say like you pull a lot of your inspiration from being outside and just observing the world around you? Honestly, pulling myself out of funky moments kind of depends on the funky moment. I'll be real. Mm -hmm. Like right now I'm actually in a funk. Um, mm -hmm. And I think I try to figure out each time, like, how did I get here? And right. I think currently I'm just trying to learn to not be so upset that I'm here. Um, I'm in therapy mm. and we kind of call it dip days because I don't like, mm. I don't like saying like, oh, I'm depressed this week. Like yeah. I've been severely depressed for like years before, like mm -hmm. once I graduated, well, like senior year and maybe like two years out um, for mm. that length of time. Like, and so I know how deep that can be and I don't like using those words. So yeah. It's one thing to be sad. It's one thing to be in a rut. It's one thing to like be in a funky moment or like a funky phase even. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't like saying I'm having a depressive week and just like right. using, it feels too casual for me. And yeah. I just know like it's not casual, at least in my mm -hmm. experience. So we call it dip days to kind of make it more lighter, but to also still have validity to like what's going on with me. So mm -hmm. I'm still trying to figure out what to do when I have dip days and dip days doesn't necessarily look like just one day all the time. Right. Sometimes it is, which I'm always grateful for because I'm like, and I'm back and I'm better, baby. Here I am, period. <laughs> like, can't take me out for too long. I'm back. <laughs> right. right now, I think I'm just overwhelmed a lot with yeah. what's going on in my current life. So I'm just trying to take it one step at a time. Um, but I, I think one thing that I realized that I need to do, which I'm going to work on today is writing down, like, what do I want? What do I like literally want in different categories? So I think mm -hmm. the, the major thing for me right now is career. Like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm halfway there and I'm still like in that transition, but like, how can I really skyrocket this transition? How can I help the transition like move along um yeah. and not like stay stuck like I used to or play victim like I used to you know what I mean like how do I help mm -hmm. move um and so that's one thing that I'm going to be doing just figuring that out and then kind of going like backtracking if you will um mm -hmm. and doing that so that's one thing and I think another thing is I am so visual so like my environment really plays a huge like it just plays a huge role in my life so yeah if my space is dirty which it can happen very easily um it really affects me so mm -hmm. I also recently found out that I have ADHD and with that the reason I mentioned that is because it kind of the way that I like function Mm -hmm. is heavily influenced based off of the way I think which has to do with like ADHD and so right. trying to figure out how to not um, compare myself to someone who might not have ADHD and who can structure their day and times a little bit differently than me 
um, not comparing myself to that, but then also not just relying on like ADHD as a crutch in terms of just not holding myself accountable to like my responsibilities or like taking care of myself. I'm just trying to find that balance as well. So um, Mm -hmm. outside of working backwards and figuring out what I want, trying to figure out structures, like what my issues, mm, let me not word it like that. Let me reword that. What my challenges have been that are overwhelming Mm -hmm. me and like trying to maybe research some systems that have worked for others. And then also uh, writing down any observations that I think could work for me in terms of like systems wise so Mm -hmm. that's kind of where I'm at right now and I think when I'm overwhelmed just personally there's no way like creatively that anything's moving like they they go hand in hand for me um so I think as I evolve I'm still trying to learn how to be open like on a space like these 20 somethings while I'm in these moments because I think historically, I've just learned to isolate myself when I'm going through these things and hide myself like from others or hide these things about myself from others. Or Mm -hmm. I've in the past and still trying to like hold myself accountable to not go to this place. It's just be so extreme in my emotions in terms of that's all I think about. That's all I feel. That's all I allow. Um myself to talk about with others and and that's Mm -hmm. not a place to live either so really just a lot of teaching myself how to um be a different version of myself through the thick of it which is Mm -hmm. very strange and it's kind of an interesting place because there's not many places that you can go to learn about how to do this um in a practical way is what I've learned Uh, or Mm -hmm. what I've experienced, I should say. So there's a lot of things that, like, in the wellness space, it can get into, like, a spiritual place. um, Mm -hmm. And spirituality has, like, a huge spectrum that, um, for me, I know I have to be careful with, depending on, like, where the messaging is coming from. But then it's like, well, what about the practical part in it? I I don't feel like there's a lot of spaces online that showcase Mm -hmm. the practical steps or even how to figure it out in a personalized way um, when it comes to like being in a funky moment. So I'm trying to learn how to navigate that in the best way that I know how. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, it's day by day, honestly. Yeah, it definitely is day by day. Um, I think something that we underestimate a lot is just the power of like words and writing. I feel like when I was in high school, like I wrote all the time Mm -hmm. and then coming into college, like I kind of just lost that just because of like, I was always writing like papers, essays, and I lost that. And I feel like that was one thing that honestly kept me grounded in high school when I was younger. And I do want to get back into like journaling and just, I'm also a visual person. So just writing out what I'm feeling and putting it on paper, I feel like honestly helps me process a lot of the times when I'm in those moments. So that is something I need to get back into because I feel like it's very underrated and a lot of people don't talk about just the power of like self-reflection and shadow work and just like writing out what you're feeling, how you're feeling, what made you feel that way. So I like how you brought that up for sure. Yeah. And one thing I also used to do when I was like deeply depressed is 
I just used to record audio clips on my phone all the time, like, mm. and on my computer too, like a visual diary, but just like for yeah. me, I used to do it all the time because I mean, at that time, my emotions were just so like self-consuming. That's all I could feel, think about, breathe, eat, you know, and so I mm-hmm. just had to like get it out or otherwise I was like not sure what would happen, like how am I going to live yeah. and like be a functioning human if I like just have all this weight at all times. So I feel like I feel like for me, because I like heavily relied on like journaling and like audio recordings or visual recordings and such like turmoil even like in high school I was like bullied and um I just like was not I didn't have the best coming of age story in terms Mm -hmm. of like mental health um so I think I kind of like shy away from those methods because that's been my crutch for sadness and for Mm -hmm. like despair so I think I just the story that I attach to those things for me is is negative like I know it's such a positive thing and when I do it I always feel like a thousand percent better just like you're saying but I find myself struggling so bad to make that a consistent part in my life you know Mm -hmm. so I'm like okay what are some what are some out of the way out of the box ways um that I can like reflect you know what I mean so it's definitely like trial and error and just trying to also talk to other people and see what they do and see if it's something that I think would be a good fit for me right and that makes a lot of sense it's definitely trial and error and I feel like it's fluid like it's whatever you whatever works best for you I mean everybody's different um so yeah um okay my next question um kind of goes along with what we were just talking about so with this season that you're in um I guess if you could put a word to it, like what would you call your current season? Mm. Accountability was the first word that I thought of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talking a lot about like a lot of these he- heavier uh, heavier things always mm-hmm. feels like kind of embarrassing for me, but it's also like my truth and what I have experienced. So um partially sharing this knowing that I'm not in that same place feels strange Um, but it also feels like I'm very proud of myself for being in a new space um, and being in this like transition of sorts so when I say accountability um, what I mean by that is I just for so long I think I let emotions just rule my whole life um, because of how heavy they were and I am also a very just deep feeler when I feel happy I really feel happy and when I feel sad I like really feel sad (laughs) and um you know there's nothing wrong with it but Mm -hmm. in the world like culturally it's especially at least in America I don't know about other cultures it's very it's like a shame that's attached to that um and so I think I think I kind of just like you know what I'm going to just do it all the way. If y'all want to mm-hmm. say, if y'all want to say it's bad to be overly emotional, I'm going to be overly emotional <laughs> and I'm going to show y'all, you know, and I think Seriously. I just, I made, I made my emotions, my identity. And so, um, oh, sorry about that. Um, something about me, which is 
very interesting, and I don't know if others can relate, is I've actually, like, always have known who I am. And you hear in your 20s and you're, like, coming of age or even, like, in your teenhood years, like, oh, like, I'm just trying to find myself. Like, I don't know who I am, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I've never understood from a personal perspective because I've always known who I am. But where I have struggled is um, not knowing how to be who I know that I am because it didn't align with like what others said I should be or how others said I should act or, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. So that confliction has troubled me for a while, but now I'm in a space where um, I don't think I care. Like, I don't don't care. I don't care if you want me to be this way. I'm not. And it is what it is. It's too much energy and effort to even try to be anything else. But I'm the accountability to allow myself to actually flow in who I am is like very important. And it's happening naturally. But now, now that I'm aware that it's happening naturally, and now that I've chosen that that's what I want for myself, I have to like be consistent with myself and holding myself to that. So that spans mm-hmm. up to so many different categories outside yeah. of just like showing up as my personality, but also standing on what I believe, uh, keeping my mm-hmm. word, um, working on my, I don't want to say downfalls, but uh, my weaknesses, if you will, working on those, being transparent about those, seeking out help and um, also, you know, giving voice like, hey, like, I actually need help in this place. I'm not the best at this mm-hmm. um, and not not demonizing myself for for having a weakness. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, there are those things. And outside of that, accountability also means for me um, as a woman doing woman things um Mm -hmm. holding myself accountable to be a woman and and not be a little girl you know and also there's accountability to holding space for like my little girl side like that still lives in me and that I'm still learning to how to treat um learning how to self-soothe that little girl Mm -hmm. side learning how to say, okay, that was my little girl side, but right now my woman side actually needs this. So like I can I can hang up that thing that the little girl side has wanted, has needed, um, but hasn't received. And I can transition into giving my woman side what I need and what I want today, you know, mm-hmm. instead of prioritizing the past. So there are things like that. Um, and then the practical everyday things of like, okay, um, I need to make sure that I'm saving. I need to make sure that I'm positioning myself in a way that I can be uh, taking care of myself and sustaining myself and the lifestyle and my livelihood that I desire. So there's that. And, and yeah, like mental health, uh, taking mm-hmm. care of myself, emotional well-being, physical well-being as I'm noticing changes in my body and energy levels um Mm -hmm. and it's it all feels like a lot at once but it all also feels like very exciting when I allow myself to like relish in it like wow like there's a lot of Mm -hmm. change that happens at 25 um which feels very unexpected um because 25 is such a random age in my mind (laughs) I'm like, girl, what, what, yeah. what's going on? I'm like, hello? <laughs> um, but really, it started happening at 24. So 
uh, they'll probably be a good year for you too because a lot of women who I've talked to when I like turned 24 were also going through a similar space and time so yeah that's that's the word that I would use and the reasoning for that for sure yeah that's yeah the whole thing was a word that I needed so thank you for that um (laughs) you're welcome that's a a very good word honestly because I feel like it's easy to hold other people accountable but like to really hold yourself accountable is is a really big challenge um staying consistent being disciplined when you don't want to like a lot of that is hard and a lot of people don't talk about it so thank you for touching on that um and with that being said um the last thing that i will um the last question that i will ask you for today would be if you could give one piece of advice to i guess i'll just say a young 20 something year old what would it be focus on the inner work um that's that's also what i meant by accountability i totally forgot to even mention that that when i say accountability is really like people might not see it on the outside but like it doesn't mean that you don't need to be accountable in the inside like the way that you're thinking your mindset Mm -hmm. uh the way that you're treating yourself all of those like um things that they always say online like do it actually um start Mm -hmm. it today and start it young i I'm so grateful that I went through such a deep, dark depression because at such a young age in my 20s, because it forced me to be uh, growing into the woman that I am today. Um, and while I don't desire to go through that again and don't wish it on anyone, I just know that it grew me to just be so tapped into me, you know, mm-hmm. and that's so important as a woman and as a person in general, but especially as a woman. You need Mm -hmm. to make sure that you know how to hold your own internally and Mm -hmm. you need to have your own back internally. And as you start to do that work, that inner work, you know what inner work means to you. I can't tell you what it means. You know, I can only Mm -hmm. know what it means for me. And as you do those things, you're going to start to show it on the outside naturally. You don't have to force yourself to try to do the self-care practices or whatever, whatever. You don't Mm -hmm. have to be so rigid and so like um, pressuring so so much. You don't have to pressure yourself so much to have this image of what it it means to take care of yourself or have this image of what it means to be successful or have, you know, you don't have to Mm -hmm. hold yourself to those things. Um, So work on you, personalize it to you, even when it comes to like advice, something that I would definitely recommend to all my like young 20 somethings because um, it's something that I struggled with until maybe like the last year or two. Um, When you're going through something and you need advice, definitely always seek community if that's something that you feel like you need. Community will always be something that you need. But first, seek, seek what you feel about it seek how you feel what's going on with you first so an example random example say if you have a job opportunity um that sounds good that you had the interview it went well um but you also have another job opportunity that excites you more on the day-to-day right Mm -hmm. but you like both and they give different things the the instinct is to 
you know, go to a trusted girlfriend and, like, ask her, like, what do you think? Like, what should I do? Like, I have no clue. You know what I mean? It's comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's easy. It's quick. And sitting in that discomfort of, like, not knowing, but also sitting in that eagerness of, like, the options is um, it just makes you want to talk about it so bad, so badly. But I would definitely recommend just sitting with yourself, um, giving yourself a time frame even, okay, for this week, I'm actually not going to, like, have any external um, input on this topic. I'm going to just sit with it. And sitting with it doesn't have to be extra, honestly. Like, Mm -hmm. just go about your day. And as it comes up, observe how you feel about that thing. Observe which which feeling is more stronger, um, which opportunity is, is more exciting. And towards the end of that, if you still are unsure, you know, maybe write down what's making you unsure and then maybe bring it to a trusted person who's reliable, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really important to build that kind of relationship with yourself and not only doing the inner work and holding yourself accountable, but also learning to trust your voice first and your opinion first and what you feel and what you want for yourself first before always doing, seeking, wanting from outside. So Mm -hmm. I definitely, that would be my um, advice for all of my 20-somethings out there. Yes, thank you so much. That was great. Um, I really appreciate how throughout the whole episode, like, you were giving practical tips on how to navigate certain things. Cause I feel like a lot of the times that's what a lot of these spaces made for younger people and just all these people on social media, that's what they miss. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much for speaking with me today and just being vulnerable and transparent um, in this space. Um, Yeah, we're just gonna end the episode here. Thank you so much. Um, It was so nice catching up with you and talking to you. I hope things continue to go well for you as you're navigating everything that's going on in your life, in the world. Um, I hope everyone stays safe. Um, I love y'all and thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much, Christian.